business has cycles, starting it, in the middle of it, the end of it, but there's always ups and downs. There will always be more ups and downs. And these trials and tribulations are what build you. That's the journey. That's the story. Um, thank God for Katie. There's two of us because when it's great, we can scream. And when it's not, <gasps> we can sigh. So together, we can, we can handle this whole adventure. You may know about the skincare brand Rodan and Fields or the popular acne treatment Proactive, both created by dermatologists Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields. What you may not know is the incredible journey they've been on, the challenges they've faced, the community they've built, and the social impact they've put in motion because of the work they've done beyond their dermatology practices. Coming up, You'll hear how a challenge to find a hobby led two friends to launch a skincare empire. Why marrying skill, expertise, passion, and hard work is the recipe for success. How serendipity led Katie and Kathy to their infamous infomercials. Why they believe a real entrepreneur seeks impact instead of money. How seeing opportunity in spite of pain points helps you just keep going coming back from being down to their last $50 and a failed million-dollar tech platform, the great day of selling their company to Estee Lauder, and the greater day of buying it back, and how their journey has been like building a rocket ship while it's already in flight. This is the Entrepreneurista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Kathy, Katie, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. Thank you. We're thrilled to be here. It's great. I am staring at your first contract right across from me here <laughs> from 1990. Oh, you mean the best piece of art? I yes. <laughs> Tell us about this. That's well, so cool. I, this this really says it all. It's a about three or four lines here. And I typed it up with a typewriter, and it was the first agreement that Kathy and I had. It goes back April 19, 1990. And here's how it reads. I'll start it off. Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields are 50-50 partners in a company for the development of an acne product and line. Then it goes on that we share expenses and profits, although it took a while for that to happen. <laughs> at, at the end, this is the best line, and it really says where we started. Both parties share equally in the profits and expenses. All expenses over $50 must be approved by both parties prior to incurring the expense. That says it all. That says it does all. Does that rule still apply to your partnership? <laughs> it pretty much does. You know, this lasted for about 15 years, and then you get wow. the lawyers involved and all that. But yeah, $50. So it, uh, one good point here is that it doesn't necessarily take money to make money. So take us back to 1990 and how you started your first business. I think I'll take you back further. I want right? to know how you met. Well, well, let's take you well to how we met and then a message from 
our chairman of the program at Stanford, Dr. Farber. So let me tell you about which was a better way to go. I guess we met at Stanford, and Stanford's a very buttoned up, very you know, conservative organization. The men and the women wear docker pants and a little Peter Pan button-down shirt, very, you know, straight-laced. So I come off the boat from Miami with my big hair, <laughs> white miniskirt and pink pumps, and then I see her there, Dr. Katie Rodan, Rhinestone Rodan. <laughs> and it from just... the San Fernando Valley. This Valley sounds Girl like a scene out of Legally Blonde. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was. We were such a misfit for what was going on there. And so that's, that's how we met. But I think the important point was how we ended our training. Stanford is residency, three years post-medical school. And during those years, our graduation, the chairman said to us, find a hobby or you'll be doomed to treating acne and warts. And I was very excited by that because I went into dermatology, went through medical school, everything. I was guided by one thing. I wanted to be a dermatologist because I wanted to treat acne. Why? Because I had had acne as a teenager. And I knew firsthand how much that really does impact the quality of your life, your confidence, your self-esteem, how you feel about yourself, how you carry yourself. And so it was very important to me. I got, I understood that mind-body connection and how all skin conditions are visible. So when we got out into private practice, we were seeing acne. It was like crazy, not just teenage acne, adult acne too. And as a doctor, what really frustrated me is that I found myself prescribing the same medications, the same oral antibiotics, the same topicals that I had used as a teenager that didn't work for me. So they had harsh side effects. They were not necessarily totally effective. And I thought, wow, there is no drug company that's going to come along and hand us the answer so we can better treat our patients. And called up my buddy here, Kathy, mm-hmm. um, and said, we've got to do better. We we can come up with a solution that will really help people. Wait, wait. the truth is she was trying to get me married. <laughs> She had some really great guys, but I picked my own and I did well. But in the short term, it started like that, you know, just a friendship at night. But we realized quite early on that there was a huge problem. The textbook said 3% of adult women have acne. I have adult acne. And these are painful knots on your chin and jawline. And you ask, what the heck's going on here? I should have grown out of this decades ago. And either all 3%, according to the textbook, lived in San Francisco, or there was a massive problem. Mm. And Katie and I became compelled to find a solution. I think a good point here for anyone listening is when you take your skills and your expertise and you marry that with your purpose and your passion and you're willing to put in a lot of hard work, you can achieve success. So we had the skills. We understood what the pathophysiology of the skin is. That's a big word, but basically what's going wrong inside the skin that caused acne. And we knew as dermatologists that you can't treat after a pimple shows up. That's kind of too little too late. You have to prevent acne. That's the only way to get control of it. And 
as best as we could figure out, and people didn't want to be on oral antibiotics mm -hmm. forever, is that if we could create a topical product that felt good, you know, smelled wonderful, that was kind of like a Clinique three-step, you know, skincare program, and we could medicate it, we could have people using these medications over their entire face every single day, which would prevent the pimples that were forming deep inside the skin. And that became proactive. And it was really about take control. So as Kathy mentioned, the market seemed to be very small. And actually, what proactive uncovered is that the market was, as we suspected, humongous. So a lot of people have ideas for a business, and these ideas just go back and forth with their friends and family, and nothing actually happens. But the two of you had this idea, and you took it forward and actually turned it into a real business, a thriving, very big business. How did you make that happen? What was the first step once you had this idea? How did it become – how did you put it on paper and then make it take off? Well – First of all, two of us are definitely better than one. We're curious, we're innovative, we were compelled, and we had a point of difference. As Katie said, we're doctors, we understand the disease, and we understand the impact, the self-esteem, we understand how to make formulations, we understand what you're going to use, because without compliance, I could have the best thing in the world, but if you won't use it, we've wasted everybody's time. It took overnight success, five years to get working formulas. And we toiled. It was rats in a maze. We didn't know how we were going to do it, but we knew what we had to do. We were exquisitely focused on what we needed and our bar was high. We had to create products and we did that that really worked. Otherwise, there was nothing else. Then what? <laughs> you know, how, Who do you give it to is an interesting, fun story. Yeah, so it's my husband who went to business school gave us the advice. He goes, look, we have no money, as I just read to you. <laughs> so how are we going to you know, manufacture and market this whole product? You need to license it to someone. So we thought, okay. He said, who, who would ideally be your partner there? We said Neutrogena. Mm. So we were able to somehow finagle a, an appointment with the chairman and the owner of Neutrogena at the time and present all of our ideas. And oh, we, well, by the way, we borrowed suits. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough going. It was. So you, was. you weren't were, – were you working full-time and yes. doing this on the side? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Never give up your day yeah. job in the beginning for sure. So we went to Neutrogena with our little you know, five-page business plan saying the market is much bigger. You're treating it the wrong way. You're putting you know, $4.99 zits away cream on a pimple when you really need to be preventing it, this is how we're doing it. We opened our kimono, so to speak, and really laid it out there, our whole plan, which was kind of scary. We had a non-disclosure agreement, but, you know, if you're up against a really big company, you know, those are not necessarily effective when they can outlawyer you. So we went to them, we presented everything, and they seemed really interested. And I'll never forget the chairman of Neutrogena said, I know how you're going to sell this. And he looked at Kathy and looked at me. We're like, okay, okay, you're <laughs> going to sell it for us, right? Right, right, right? And he goes, an infomercial. And I remember thinking, is he joking? Like, <laughs> we're good girls. We went to Stanford. We can't make an infomercial. And 
he said, no, you're taking it the wrong way. Actually watch some of the infomercials. It's a great way to explain a product like yours. If we put your product on a shelf against the $4.99 Zits Away cream, it's not necessarily going to sell. So you have to explain your point of difference. An infomercial could be really the way to go. And so we started watching. We thought, oh, he's right. And then he called us and said two weeks later, sorry, we're not going to do it with you. And I remember thinking, they're going to steal our ideas. I called up Kathy. I we're sobbing on the phone. Oh, my God. That's why it's great to have a, a partner. Yeah. You can cry on each other's shoulders. And we thought, it's curtains. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Well, we, we th- again, most people give up. And we've had lots of people approach us and said, oh, I could have done that. <laughs> why didn't you? Yeah. So we just knew why. When you have acne, it's emotionally and physically destructive. You lose out on opportunities in life. You may never get the job. You may never go to school. You may never get the spouse. You would have had different opportunities. So for us, the opportunity to change someone's destiny was so compelling. We said, no matter what, we're going to launch this. We know it works. We've done the clinicals. Let's make it happen no matter what. Serendipity led us, you know, with a great connection yes. through Katie's mom yeah. uh, right into the lap of direct selling. So timing, yeah. you know, infomercials, infomercial, yeah. Yeah. timing was was everything. And I want what I want the entrepreneur to consider is that a real entrepreneur isn't chasing money. Katie and I were chasing changing lives. And healthcare had become so restricted in that era that we could not stop because we knew the damage of the the destruction of this disease was going to cause. And that is what compels us today on this couch as aging 60 plus year olds to keep going. (laughs) There's just so much more to do because we know this is the most important real estate, your face. Your face is your most important marketing to the world. And if this isn't working, so many other things don't even start. I remember being a little girl and seeing that infomercial and begging my mom to buy me proactive. And she would say, why? You don't even have acne. She's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) And she bought it for me and I had a subscription for years. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Insurance policy. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, it it was really an amazing experience for 20 years. Guthrie Ranker was an incredible partner and they came along. It was the right product at the right time with the right way of reaching our customer in the privacy of her or his own home. And it really taught us a lot, a lot of what we took with us to Rodan and Fields. First of all, it taught us that this paradigm shift that we had created in the way acne is treated could apply to other skin conditions that we knew as dermatologists were very common. So if you have a good idea and you've, you've created a successful pathway Think about how you can repurpose that for other things Mm -hmm. that may be similar. So we saw other conditions that also impacted people's self-esteem, caused women to have to pile on the makeup, like brown spots, discoloration, melasma, or aging skin, fine lines, wrinkles, sagging, or sensitive skin. So there were lots of other opportunities that we had, and knowing, again, the condition you know, what was going wrong, that pathophysiology, we could create a system, which we call regimens, that would have the right medicines, 
the right ingredients in the right product formulation that when they were used in the right order in one of our regimens, we could achieve visible results. And for us, it's all about visible results. People have to see it on your face. You have to know that it's happening. In fact, we believe in that so much that since we started this business, we put a little sticker on the back of our regimen saying, take your before picture and 60 days later, take your after picture so that you can see the change. And many of these people post those on social media. So That, you know, as Kathy said, that's our purpose, really to help people have the best skin of their lives. So you were both very focused on creating the actual products. But as the business was growing, you had to be able to hire the right people, partner with the right other partners, bring in executives. How were you able to focus on creating these products while also growing and scaling the business? Different paradigms. Yeah. With Proactive, we maintained our full-time positions as practicing dermatologists. Mm -hmm. We teach at Stanford, also teach at UCSF. Uh, We give lectures. Uh, So we have a full-time day job. And we were involved with Guthy Ranker and things that were going on at the time, but we didn't hire and fire anybody. Then we continued to make more products and started Rodan and Fields, And this time, we did start to hire. So we brought in Katie's husband, Amnon Rodan, and we put him in control. As founders, our real role is to understand what the needs are, needs not wants. I want to go to prom, but if I don't have clear skin, I need clear skin to to be asked to go to prom. So our job is taking what we know from the exam room and bringing it to the boardroom. The decisions aren't made the other way around. So we know what we need to help people live well. That's our goal. So Amnon took control early on as we scaled up, and we were gobbled up immediately by Estee Lauder. Now that's a story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was really pretty surprising. So we we put our products out on the market. I think it was about 2003, wasn't it? Yeah. And... Estee Lauder found us immediately, came in, wanted to buy us. And I remember looking at Kathy and saying, hey, if they can't make us big, who can? And, you know, it's one of the largest skincare companies in the world. So what we discovered, though, is all the limitations of that old model, that retail model. Mm -hmm. It was we were edging into the Great Recession. Department stores were literally dying. You could roll a bowling ball. What year was this now? So they bought us in about 2003 and And then we were doing personal appearances. And we were just finding, you know, while we were one of the biggest clinical skincare Mm -hmm. brands, it still was a very challenging moment in retail. So the department store foot traffic was just tremendously slowed down. And we realized that most of the people who were coming to buy our product were really coming because of word of mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, they knew somebody, they saw a friend's skin change and they went, hey, you know, where do I get that stuff? And they'd send them to our counter. And so we got to thinking, why are we paying a department store the 50% margin to sell our product when they're really doing nothing for us, we should be rewarding the people who love the product, use the product, recommend the product, and want to have a business with the product. So in order to be able to do that, we had to take this huge risky step 
of buying our business back. Up next, you'll hear how Kathy and Katie bought their business back from Estee Lauder. So now you're buying your business back from Estee Lauder. Walk us through that process. All right. Think of 2007, all quiet in retail, the brink of the Great Recession. Katie and I were frantic because nothing was really happening in department stores and therefore the brand. Even though Dr. Brands at that point, we were doing the best, which is ironic. We made the bold decision to keep going. This is your entrepreneur moment again. We could have stopped, you know, just let it let it happen. We'd done very nicely with, you know, Venture One, Venture Two, maybe. Mm. But we bought it back because we wanted to put it in the hands of our brand ambassadors, the people who are using the products, people who love the products. Let them have a chance at it. Discover a whole new channel, again, with the greater purpose, the vision to help people live well in their skin. This is what motivated us. Now it was time to create our own company. We had to now suck it all up. <laughs> Cost responsibility was in our laps this time. Can you walk us through that conversation? Like, do you call each other at night? Like, hey, I think we need to just get everyone using the product to sell it. We need to create this whole new channel. Like, what is that conversation like? And yeah, then how do you it, how do you execute it? Right, exactly that. You know, just two girlfriends talking and saying, hey, you know, something's not working here. I think, we, again, we can do better. And it's, you know, sort of in our nature. I never, never accept the status quo. I'm always challenging it. So if something isn't working, I don't accept it at face value. I want to go out there and figure it out and make it happen. Because I know, and Kathy has the same sort of sense about herself, is that if we really put our mind to it and really work hard, we're going to figure out how to do it. So we didn't really know how we were going to go about selling it, but we knew we wanted to buy it back. We had been doing some talks in front of some direct selling companies mm -hmm. and realized the power of that form of distribution. And so we decided, let's take that big, bold step. Let's buy it back. We started with a white piece of paper, said, how are we going to create this company? How, If I were selling Rodan and Fields, how would I want to do it? You know, would I want to have to go out and buy tons of inventory and store it in my garage? No, we wouldn't want to saddle somebody with that. Would I want all the responsibility of getting all the products to the customer? No, that's really hard. Am I going to be driving all over the place? And since it was, as we said, the decline of department stores, it was also the rise of social media mm -hmm. and e-commerce. So again, it was another really important turning point that we kind of stepped into. And we constructed this model where our consultants could put the product in the hands of the customer through the use of social media and e-commerce. So they bought no inventory. We drop shipped as a company to each and every customer. We handled a lot of the back-end issues, whatever those were, customer service, all of that, to really make their life easier. And that was our concept. We are a skincare company first and foremost. We This is how we put our products in the hands of our customers. We call it consumer-connected commerce. Customer comes first connected to the product via a consultant, Rodan and Fields consultant, 
and it's all sold and all business and they run their business, you know, on a tech platform. How did you figure out the logistics behind this type of business? It sounds very complex. You need to be able to, you know, track sales by each person, make sure people get paid, make sure products are delivered on the right time. Did you partner with a company or how does, you're, you're how does it work? about the headache part. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm fascinated <laughs> Tell by this. Well, well, number one, we're a skincare company first. Of and course. when we were starting, so 208 is when we rebooted to start again, but we bought off the shelf technology mm -hmm. to be able to implement this thing. We had a small team. The small team was growing. We found experts uh, who were already doing it. But the early on, 208 to 210 to 11, were the hard, hard, hard years. We made lots of mistakes. The, the million-dollar technology platform was garbage. Beats that fifty dollar thing. That, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And we but both you, approved you it. it together. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't happy about it. So now bigger mistakes, bigger price tags, but then fearless to keep going. So we had to find the right people and put our aces in their places, as Katie always says, to get this thing to go. Again, we weren't running it. Amnon's still at the helm when we got it back from Estee Lauder. You know, it was now in our hands. And so we were on that coffee table in that small room going through this whole process. But very, very quickly, certainly with the rise of social media, we were now building a rocket ship while it was flying. And we're using Band-Aids, rubber bands, the whole thing, and getting advisors the whole way while we're building it. And we cycled through some, some failures like tech many, many times to, to keep going and getting it right. It was hard. Yeah, it, it sure was. You know, I think anybody listening gets the idea that ideas are a dime a dozen. Execution is everything. everything and in yeah. order to be able to execute and execute well, you need to put your aces in their places. Kathy and I, we know what our strengths are. Our strengths are really more in strategy, product development, uh, messaging. They're not in running a business. So we've never had to have that headache at all. We've hired the right people for the job. And we've been very, very lucky there because without them, this is a group effort. You know, nothing happens, you know, because of one or two people at all. It really is a huge group effort with everybody rowing in a boat towards the same direction. And that's how you can achieve success. And the other thing, it doesn't happen overnight. I, I counsel a lot of young entrepreneurs and say, you know, it takes on average seven years before you even know you have a viable business. So you got to weather a lot of storms and you can't give up. You have to be so passionate about what you're doing. You're willing to keep going for it because somewhere, you know, there's going to be sunshine and a rainbow at the end. I like the word collaborative. As Katie speaking, we all have to be in the same mindset to be able to move this forward. As it happens, the best people for the job were women, women CEO, women C-suite, the women who sell our products, they're mostly women, and everybody gets it right away and very respectful. And as we build our company, I think the greatest gift is teaching women how to be collaborative, how to really have each other's back when times are down. There were times when I was very ill. Katie picks up the ball. She wasn't keeping a score. It wasn't, hey, I covered you for the last three days. No, no, no. The great prize is we're in this together. Yes. We're going to go the distance. 
Somebody's going to trip, but we've got your back. And I think as an entrepreneur, when you're alone, you're not going to make it. It's too hard. But when you begin to get that key team around you, that chemistry, even in the tough times, will keep you strong for the great times. When you walked in this morning, you were sharing this beautiful blue book here of stories of so many of these consultants who've grown their businesses. And because of the two of you, now are able to provide for their families and be their own entrepreneurs. Can you tell us a little bit about this? I can. The marker of success isn't your bank account. It's how many lives you've impacted in a positive way. And this precious little coffee book is a gift from Cindy Santi to Katie and I, and it is one of our most prized possessions. In it, you can see I'm flipping through this large book, and there's page after page dense with stories and pictures of people's lives. Hundreds of pages, perhaps thousands in here. And this is what motivates us to keep going. What's in here, the stories tell you of people who've worked hard, people who maybe have come from nowhere, meant nothing, felt they were marginalized, either because of their skin, work, family situation, abusive relationship, or just lost, just 20s and lonely. And how through a collaborative community, that is Rodan and Fields. That's our most prized accomplishment is to help people in their lives. And it starts with skin because that's what you can see. But what it can do and rise up a community is what inspires us in in our 60s to keep going. Yeah, it, it really has been amazing because, you know, I think one of the things that we've been so excited by is the quality of the human being that is attracted to sell our products. These are women with choices, many of whom were doctors, dentists, real estate, in finance. They may have stopped working because they were having kids and they had to make that difficult choice. But there's something inside of them that really wants to be expressed through a business. And so the quality of these people is so astounding. These are, you know, I after being with them and I'm back in my office, you know, I'm telling my patients, you know, they're trying to tell me about their rash and I'm going, okay, I'll get to the rash later. Let me tell you <laughs> about what just happened at our convention and all of these amazing consultants. So these are really incredible people. And to see the personal growth that they have achieved through doing the business, they discover skills that they never even realized that they had. So we, we through our products, we're able to change the quality of a person's skin, which really does impact their life. But through the business, we're also able to give women this entrepreneurial opportunity. And for us, we have been lucky. We have struggled through a lot. You know, we got down to our last $50 as, <laughs> as we're building our business. And we wanted to make it an opportunity that would be a low-risk opportunity that would really require, if you were going to do it, hard work. And people do the business for a number of reasons. They they may do it to have a business. They may do it for community. They may do it because they want to just retail the products. And so there's something in it for all of these women. How did you find your first consultants? Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> because we were with Estee Lauder and we were pulling out. And Chris Fearless was right there in a Nordstrom in the middle of Detroit. And she goes, 
no, you're not. Because she was selling, you know, our brand, Rodan and Fields. And she goes, this is the only thing that ever worked for my skin. You can't do that. I'm, I need to have this. I don't know what you're going to do, but I need to have this. I'm going to chase you down. I'm going to come to San Francisco. I'm going to buy boatloads because I cannot live without you. This was the woman who was selling the product. Yes, okay. she was you know, our counter, 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 counter person. Yeah. And, and, you know, suddenly, you know, we're pulling out. So she was frantic. And so when we were starting the business, our expert consultant said, oh, no, no, people in the business won't be like her. They'll be these other kinds of people, whatever that means. Well, Chris was fearless in her name and in her strategy. <laughs> and really, she she was our alpha girl and really bloomed, you know, a, a whole group of these amazing people. And as Katie was saying, there's a light in here, a light on us to do more, a light on them, because they're not a, it's not a big story in money. Nobody's walking around with a new boat. They're walking around with, we've just built an orphanage. We have just gone into prisons and helped rehabilitate people. We have just built a high school gymnasium. We've done things for our community. This is how we wear our badge. This is what we do to change the world to be a better place, focusing on the good. And for Katie and I, we are charged. We, <laughs> we want to do more, more, more. In fact, this, our companies, all of them, were built on philanthropy. Day one, no money earned is, okay, if we make money one day, we have a philanthropic arm. We call it our, our Prescription for Change Foundation. It's given away millions of dollars in the United States. It's uh, focused on Build On. These are inner city youths, and we help them through education and service in their own communities to build on and do better for themselves, for literacy, education, et cetera. It's doing great. Our ambassadors, our consultants contribute and participate across the country in helping them. But they were doing it in Japan. We we're doing it in Australia. We're doing it in Canada. That's the why. That's what makes it all so much fun to keep going. <laughs> you know, but getting back to your question of how did it, how do we build this? You know, it started with one consultant. It really has to happen organically, and it was painful in the beginning, and I'll tell you a very illustrative story about that. So we start out, and we're going to have our first big business launch, all right? We're super excited. We put out – it's going to be in Philadelphia. We put out advertising, and we do all of these, you know, press interviews to really get the message out. The doctors who created Proactive are going to launch their very next business and you could be a part of it. And we rented out this ginormous ballroom in this convention center thinking we're going to fill every seat. It's going to start at one o'clock. And I will never, ever forget, you know, looking out from behind the curtain and seeing like, Six people, seven oh, no. people in the audience, <laughs> some of whom are employees. One happens to be a relative of mine. <laughs> I mean, it is our jaws dropped. It's like, oh no. And I remember looking at Kathy and looking at my husband there and saying, you know, are we ever going to get this off the ground? Do you think we're going to make it? And my husband saying, I don't know, but, you know, we got to keep trying. We got to keep trying. And so it was very, very slow at the start. And it just took a while to kind of catch fire. But again, it was word of mouth. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was seeing what the products were able to do. It was having these product evangelists who were then, you know, 
going out and get, working with friends. So it kind of grew from there. And today we have a few hundred thousand of these wow. uh, consultants with us. I, I think the entrepreneur point is business has cycles, starting it in the middle of it, the end of it, but there's always ups and downs. There will always be more ups and downs. And these trials and tribulations are what build you. That's the journey. That's the story. Um, thank God for Katie. There's two of us because when it's great, we can sigh. And when it's not, <laughs> we can sigh. So together, we can we can handle this whole adventure. And again, all the way through the organization, CEO, all the way through to all the brand ambassadors, the consultants, the journey is what we're on. And I think doing it alone is the thing that we can tell people not going to work. <laughs> that That's probably our biggest, yeah. you know, point of differentiation. And when we see people who pitch to us, which often they do, you know, what do you think of this idea and that? You can kind of tell on the front end, you know, whether they have that grit, resilience, staying mm -hmm. power to make it all the way. Up next, why failure is feedback, a prescription for change and a surprise. You can connect with us at socialflyny.com and follow us on Instagram at Entrepreneistas. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneistapodcast.com. You talked a lot about the ups and downs of running a business, which is something that Stephanie and I always talk to each other about, and we can totally relate. We keep each other going and motivated when times get tough. Sunday nights, we're on the phone. We're like, all right. Uh, it's going to be a uh, good yeah, week. We yeah. had a hard week last week, but got to keep going. <laughs> exactly. So after running your business, um, now how many years has it been? For Rodan and Fields, 11 years. Have you ever experienced burnout? No, no, actually. I haven't ever felt burned out at all. I guess, one, I have a lot of energy. I inherited that from my mother. So... I, I don't get tired. Nothing stops me. I can juggle a lot of balls. I get bored easily. So I like a lot of things being thrown at me at a time. So I feel really super energized. My parents worked until, you know, my father passed away a couple of years ago until he was 90, almost 94. He was a federal judge. My mother stopped working a year ago. She's a microbiologist and a professor. So when you have people like that, as <laughs> so no, uh, yeah, exist. yeah, you can't get burned out. You know, I can't retire or just sit back. You know, my parents were still working. You know, well, well, well into their geriatric years. Looking back on your entrepreneur journey, was there a specific point in time you talked about, you know, one of the million dollar mistake you made, but can you tell us about another mistake that you made and, and what you did about it? You know, there, there are lots of little issues that come up. Big mentor in my life was my father. And he was also in the Marine Corps in World War II. And he would he would sort of jokingly say to me from a young age, you know, Katie, every day is a battlefield. You know, some days you're fighting little skirmishes and other days it's great big wars. So <laughs> I, I never expect anything to be easy street. So, yeah, there's always issues that come up. There's technology issues that that seems to be the bane of a lot of companies mm -hmm you know, existence. It's really getting that right, especially as you're scaling a business up. 
I think for us, predominantly in the business, it's been technology. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to keep changing with the times, and it's just always one more step ahead, and that's costly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mistakes are happening everywhere, almost with every company. So for us, you know, if you're talking about the biggest wow was a couple of years back, we went from old technology to turning on new technology. Think of Star Trek and V'ger, the old, <laughs> old Voyagers in the middle of a giant complex. Anyway... Well, when the light switch got turned, the whole thing could just died. Okay, could the company have gone under? Hmm, what happened? Those beautiful consultants, they went to paper and pencil. Wow. They started to put in their orders by hand. We wrote checks to them by hand, the old-fashioned way. Happily, quickly, you know, we got things going again. But there were several days of, of complete collapse. So, again, with problems, there's opportunity. And for Katie and I, we always see the opportunity. Yeah, things hurt. And we take the pain, but we realize we're not dead. We got to keep going. And in fact, I think we come out even better every time. So all of these pain points are really learning points, but they will never defeat us. You know, failure is feedback. That's the way you have to look at it. It's only a failure if you just causes you to give up. But if you take whatever that, quote, failure, whether it's big or it's small, and you go, what did I learn from it? How can I do things differently, you know, as I move forward? That is really key to have, and that's all about mindset. And if you have that mindset, you can really get through anything. So it's, you know, it's it's something that we've really learned along the way, and I think it's really helped us get through those very, very tough times. Was there ever a moment you looked at each other and you're like, wow, we did this. We built this. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What time is it? <laughs> well, for Katie and I, this has been a joyous ride from the from the first day when we're on QVC. It's two in the morning. There's no makeup. Katie and I are about to go on. And... I don't know what to do. Katie goes, I can do this. And suddenly she's a makeup artist. <laughs> and she's putting me together and we're laughing our brains out knowing or hoping somebody's watching. But through all of our, our journeys, there's been these crazy highs. Like when you're about to walk out to 14,000 people in a grand arena and we're, we're shaking with excitement. And it's just a moment that carries you into the clouds, into the sky because they're there for the same purpose. All these people are there in the joy of the moment to change people's lives for the better. So in our mini crusade, um, there's been joyous touch points pretty much every few minutes. And we're very grateful people. For Katie and I, you know, we keep it simple. Our, you know, our dreams are huge for people. But in our own lives, we've got our priorities right, I think. How do you take time to unwind each day? Because you're on these high highs, speaking at events, speaking at arenas. How do you take time to care for yourself? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Some days that goes by the wayside. I think uh, the trick I've sort of learned is that I have to put it in my schedule. So I have to kind of mark time for me to exercise. Mm -hmm. I find exercise is really important. It's a real stress reliever. My parents would always say if any 
problem came my way or I was upset about something, they'd go, go out and take a run, you know, get some exercise. You're going to feel better. And it's really good, good advice. So I schedule that. I try and take time out for my family. Fortunately, my kids, my grandkids live right nearby, so I get to see them frequently. And at the end of the day, you know, enjoying a good meal with my husband, and sometimes we'll, you know, just before we go to bed, we'll watch, binge watch some show, you know, that we happen to be on at the at the moment, so... What's your go-to show? What are you watching these days? <laughs> oh, you know, I love a lot of the British sort of murder mystery detective <laughs> shows. So we're on, I think, the second season of Happy Valley, which is really good. But, you know, all different ones. Yeah. And then I get into bed and then I read till I fall asleep. Yeah. And what about you, Kathy? Well, I've had a rough year. Katie and I do not practice together. We are in separate practices so that we could work together mm-hmm. in corporate office. Otherwise, nobody's watching the ranch. But my medical partner of 20 years, 57, died of a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. In January, out of the blue. And suddenly I had full responsibility for my staff of 20 years, my patients of 30 years, all of it on me, which again, brings how precious life is, how Mm. fragile life is. At the same time, I have a heart issue and I required emergency surgery this year in April. But I pulled through a lot of real near-death experiences this year, which which for myself and with my partner and my twin brother passed away of a heart, heart attack a few years ago. So that just makes the point. This moment with you is fun. We're enjoying everything. So whether it's trying to make porcini mushroom soup for a holiday or to, um, you know, come up with a game plan for the kids, which, you know, I, I, anytime there's a, a text or a call, you know, it makes my heart, which I got to calm it down. But you know, it makes me so happy. And it's appreciating those moments. Yeah. That's it. It's that's all there is. And so that mindful point that Katie had. It could be TV. Uh, we do Winston Churchill. My husband's a big, uh, he's British. I married out. It's okay. But, he's, uh, but we're into Winston Churchill. So there's there's so much of his knowledge that I bring into our lives. He's a very interesting character. So in our free time, we enrich ourselves usually in, in those kinds of things. It's fun. Well, I'm so glad you're, you're feeling better now. Great. Had surgery. Excellent. Good. (laughs) Good as new. (laughs) Something that Stephanie and I like to do on the show is surprise and delight our guests. So we actually have a surprise for you. Entrepreneurs to swag bag. So right Right over there. Oh, thank right. you so much for joining us thank today. You. Thank you. So nice. Wonderful. We thank love you. presents. Yeah. <laughs> when we love giving presents. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank so you, you have your entrepreneurs notebook and then open well, the... What is sure it? you got oh, the same. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. And pink, my favorite there you color. Go. <laughs> that's gorgeous. So Thank these are, you. Since you can't see it, these are beautiful candles. They smell wonderful with a large, gorgeous K with flowers. Ah, oh, they're gorgeous. Thank you. Of yeah, course. Thank so you. This is so much fun. So you bring light to our lives. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what we aim to do here. Uh, what are you most excited about going into 2020? and beyond? Wow, so many things. Uh, You know, just continuing this whole journey. I think it's very exciting. We are going to be launching Japan in 2020. Kathy and I just got back from a trip to Japan where we did a huge press event with over 70 beauty writers there, which was really exciting. We have been studying the market 
in Japan for the last five years. We didn't want to be like a lot of other American companies, just assuming what works here is going to translate there. So we did, we completely redid her formulas. We worked with Japanese women there. We did clinical studies in Japan. And now finally, the moment has arrived and there's a lot of nervous energy around it. We're super excited. And next spring, we'll open our Japanese market. Wow. And it will be the same model, the direct, direct selling? Yeah, it will be yeah. direct selling for sure. In Japan, one of the things that they're trying to do is get more women working. And it's been very difficult for so many women who have children to have that ability to take care of their families mm -hmm. as well as to work. And this job just gives you all of that, affords you all of that opportunity to work when you want, on your own terms, when you want to do it, how hard you want to do it. So it fits in nicely with the lifestyle of a working mother. That's wonderful. Yeah, Japan is exciting, and we're also looking forward to many innovations. Katie and I are intimately involved in the pipeline of products that are that will be coming to you, to your bathrooms. It's, since we do practice, we want to take the best of what we do in the office right into your house, house call, if we can. And so I can't tell you what. Oh, you can. Oh, but I want yeah. to so bad. It's so, so excited. Well, There's, as yeah. soon as you can, you have to let us know, and we'll, we'll share I need to know wants. what's your favorite product. Oh, that that's easy. So mine is our roller, our Amp mm. MD. And I have been doing this since, you know, I think we first started working on it 11, 10, 11 years ago. And I think it's really helped my skin age better. So it's a little needle roller that you spend one minute. That's all it takes. And I do it even if I'm going to bed at three in the morning, because if I roll and then put on our retinal capsules afterwards, even though I didn't have a lot of sleep, I'll look like I had a good night's sleep. And so I love that product. What you do, and I think this is a very important point that we always make, that what you do on a daily basis to take care of your skin will make a bigger difference in how your skin looks today as well as going forward than more so than any procedure you could do in our offices, whether it's laser or Botox. It really is about the quality of your skin and how you take care of it. Yeah, she's absolutely right. So here you are, young woman in front of us. Everything today makes a difference. 80% of your habits are doing bad things to your skin, whether it's your blue screen, it's the pollution, it's alcohol, you name it. Only 20% is your genetics. So you have control. And there's also redemption. Meaning, if you had some bad habits, you know, you admit to praying to the sun. Of course, we don't do that. <laughs> Katie, but I did for a long time. I did time. it too when I was younger. And is, now actually, it's now my, I stay away. It's my dirty little secret right, as yeah. a dermatologist. Yeah. I love the sun. So she has <laughs> repented, and that's the redemption part, because when you start to get those great habits, you can change and improve the quality of your skin for the long haul. By the way, as dermatologists, we never sit on a beach. So if, you know, what are we going to do next? That won't be on on the list. <laughs> but in the meantime, what I do for skincare, I use both reverse and redefine. So I'm always suffering from melasma, which are brown patches on the skin. And I also, of course, at 61, need all the benefits. And for Katie and I, there's no hero ingredient. There's no one secret thing, gold extract, name it. You've read it in some headline. 
skin is way too complicated. But the the whole point, the, the philosophy of Rodan and Fields is that we know the skin is complicated. We know exactly what it takes in the right cleanser, the lotion, the moisturizer, the sunscreen to get all the ingredients that will really help your skin and see results. So I use reverse and it works, keeps me here. Katie and I don't wear makeup. And then number two, redefine. And yes, I roll. I'm Completely obsessed <laughs> with my role. You know, we only make sold products. me a bag. Yeah. <laughs> we only make products that we ourselves want to yes. use. You bet. You bet. So I have to ask. So what is the skincare routine in the morning versus at night? So for me, it's the same. I use Redefine. I'm pretty faithful to that, uh, which is for fine lines and wrinkles. I, I grew up in Southern California, as I said. I you know loved the sun, worshipped the sun for so many decades. And I had to repent and reverse is our system for brown spots, discolorations, melasma. And I used that initially to really get rid of the brown spots. And then I transitioned to redefine, which is, you know, for fine lines and aging changes. And that stood me well. Reverse yes. for me in the morning, redefine at night, roll, baby, all right, roll all I the get, time. I think it's two, you have two I know, two, two tips. And there's more. And this is fun because my, my husband steals mine, which is very interesting. We have an active hydration body serum that's amazing, particularly now when the weather is cold. If you have dry heat, your skin dries out. Mm-hmm. And this is like putting on a wetsuit. Oh, I need that. It's not greasy. It's just beautiful moisture, but it keeps moisture on the skin 24 hours. And by continually to renew that hydration, the whole skin's functions improve. So you're really making your skin younger, technically, with better, you know, responsive skin when it's beautifully hydrated. So no question about it. Add to your list your active hydration (laughs) serum and your body moisture, which is my favorite thing. Katie and I have been caught stealing our own products (laughs) from corporate. Well, well, I'll tell you my most recent obsession is we have this poor cleanse cleansing tool. And it it actually started, Kathy and I started this, gosh, I don't know, 15 years ago. Our our first guinea pig happened to be my son-in-law. He was only 17 at the time, so he was just dating my daughter. And so it goes way, way back. We finally launched it. And what it is, is this this instrument that with vacuum suction sucks out all the icky gunk in Ooh, your pores and you can <laughs> you can see it in the little clear tip so you know you get that ooh ah the boy that came out of me yuck but my pores look better and so it's really been a lot of fun wow and my final question what does being an entrepreneurista mean to each of you an entrepreneurista is someone who sees a need. There's something out there that needs to be fixed. And you know in your heart that you have a way or that it has to happen somehow. And you're willing to have the courage, the grit, and the resilience to see it through and make it happen. Everybody else has ideas, and that's not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And along the way, I I just love the name, by the way. It's sort of the sassy female entrepreneurs having fun. And it is, if you look at it that way, that it is this whole wonderful journey. And it's a journey of self-discovery to really learn what you are made of, to really see things through, to do something hard that you never maybe thought you could accomplish. That's the exciting part. And I think that's what makes, you know, working life so fantastic. When you, when you have that, you have that flow. 
I love that. Beautiful answers. And thank you both so much for being here and sharing your incredible words of wisdom. I know all of our listeners are going to be inspired. Courtney and I are sitting here with our mouths open. This is one of the most fun interviews. I have a ever. wish list of so yeah. all the things yeah. I need to <laughs> tell my aunt that I'm going to be buying through her. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here. You. Where thank can you. everyone find you, follow you, and of course, buy your incredible products? Well, we're on online. You can buy directly on the website, rodananfields.com. Or if you know someone, you just mentioned you have an aunt who's selling the product. We really encourage people to work through a consultant because that person is there to help you with the products, the questions, explain everything to you. And so it, it, it's very worthwhile to, to have that kind of personal connection through a consultant. Well, thank you so much. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Courtney. And this is the best business meeting we've ever had. Thanks for listening.